Here's a thought I'll title, The Sharpest Aperture. And I want to start with the assumption that I hope we can all agree upon, and that is, the sharpness of a print is not an indicator of its quality. It's just a characteristic of the print. And it's a characteristic that we should know about pretty thoroughly if we're going to be in control of our materials. So I remember when I was young and just getting started in photography, reading somewhere that every lens has a sharpest aperture. I was fascinated by that. My assumption would have been that every aperture would be the same and that would be a function of the quality of the lens, but no. This, whatever it was I was reading, proposed that every lens has one aperture that is its sharpest and that all other apertures are some form of compromise, but never sharper than the sharpest aperture. Well, it's a nice theory, but is it true? And that's the kind of inquisitive mind I had in my youth. Is it true? So I decided I needed a test. I purchased what's called a PLI lens test chart put out by the people who published the Photolab Index way back then. Morgan and Morgan have no idea if they're still in business. You maybe can't get this chart, but you don't have to have the chart. You can use anything that allows you to examine detail. You could use a typed piece of paper uh, taped up on the wall across your living room if you wanted to. But the nice thing about the PLI lens test chart is it allowed me to quantify how sharp a lens was. Not only comparing one lens to another lens because there were controls that would allow such comparisons to be meaningful, but also to compare one aperture to all the other apertures on that lens. So I set up my camera and a good solid tripod and did super critical focusing and shot film at every aperture that the lens had available. And then I would develop that and examine those negatives under the microscope. So I didn't introduce the enlarging lens into the equation. I looked at the film under the microscope to determine how sharp each aperture was. And it would give me a quantification of that. I found out, by golly, they were right. Every lens has one aperture that it is sharpest at. And knowing that made a big difference to me. Because if I knew I wanted a tack-sharp result, and that was critically important to that particular image that I was making, I knew I needed to shoot it at my sharpest aperture. And by the way, that sharpest aperture was different with every lens. I had one lens that was sharpest at f11. That's stopped down a lot. You would think almost by then you'd start to see little effects of diffraction, but no, it was the sharpest aperture on that lens. I had another lens that was sharpest at f4. Every lens had its own unique characteristic, and I kept this and carried it around with me, this little chart, so that I could remember what was the sharpest aperture on each and every lens. And furthermore, it could allow me to go one step further than that, which was determine how much was lost due to diffraction or other optical characteristics as I varied from that sharpest aperture. So for example, the lens that was sharpest at f4, I found was perfectly usable at f16. So I didn't hesitate to go to f16. But if I went to f22, and in particular, if I went to f32, 
boy, it really got soft. And so I learned those are two apertures I absolutely can't use. And I did this kind of testing with every single lens and every camera I bought, including my digital equipment that I'm now using. It's amazing how much sharper the digital results are than the film results. I'm not sure why. I don't understand the logic. But I know in comparing my current results with my digital lenses and digital cameras to the film cameras and film lenses that I had, it's a world of difference. That's not necessarily important. What's important is that on any given lens, I can determine by shooting a lens test chart, or like I say, anything that allows you to read detail, newspaper page, something like that, I can determine which is the sharpest aperture and how much that falls off as I open up wider or stop way down for depth of field. Knowing your equipment is the key takes probably a couple hours, maybe at most an afternoon, particularly these days because you don't have to develop film. You can just look at it on Photoshop or Lightroom and you'll see immediately which aperture is the sharpest. The trick, by the way, is to absolutely make sure there is no vibration. So don't do it on the third floor of your house. Do it in the basement where <laughs> you're not going to have camera vibrations due to someone walking across the room. Use the most solid tripod you have. Do absolutely critical focusing. You'll find it's information that's relatively easy to get and incredibly valuable when your objective is to make the sharpest possible print or knowing the limits about how far you can stop down before diffraction becomes a serious problem. I don't care what anybody on the internet says I don't care about the theories. The only thing that counts is your lens on your camera in a real-world scenario situation. If you don't test, you will never know. And by the way, you may discover that that brand new lens you bought has some manufacturing issues and maybe ought to be exchanged for one that's a little better. Knowing is a lot more important than assuming, guessing, theorizing, or closing your eyes and crossing your fingers. Copyright 2023 Lenswork Publishing